We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to BuzzBeat Radio, your premier Charlotte Hornets show. All right, welcome everyone, and thanks for joining us on episode 68 of BuzzBeat. Pretty coincidental, a year ago to the date, June 20th, uh, we put out a reaction episode to Dwight Howard coming to the Charlotte Hornets, but it's just crazy to think that two days before the draft, June 20th, a year ago to the date, we were talking about Dwight Howard coming to the Charlotte Hornets, and now I'm going to give you a brief reaction, a brief episode about Dwight Howard being traded away from the Hornets and to the Brooklyn Nets. Before we get started, I want to remind you all that we are a proud member of the Almighty Baller Podcast Network and affiliated with Queen City Hoops. Uh, that is our site with all of our written content. Brian and Spencer, I'm sure, are putting together a piece right now as I speak, giving their thoughts and feelings about the Dwight trade that just happened today. Um, but I'm sure they'll go into some finer details that I might not be able to provide you. Just wanted to give you my thoughts and feelings on this trade. Um, at first, I was a little confused, uh, but I do feel... A little bit differently than I did several hours ago. Uh, And lastly, please check out Sports Channel 8. You can find them on Twitter at Sports Channel 8. That's the number 8. They're good friends of the show. Uh, If you go to their website, they provide great content for all different types of sports uh, across all of North Carolina and also the uh, ACC Nation. So uh, they definitely provide a lot of good stuff, especially come basketball season. But, you know, you can always check them out for sports-related stuff in North Carolina. So let me go ahead and provide the details of this trade before I get into my thoughts and feelings about it. So first off, Dwight Howard is being traded to Brooklyn. Uh, He has one more year on his contract. His contract is up in the summer of 2019. So next summer, a year from now, uh, that's $24 million coming off the books. So that's, that's something good for the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to have an expiring contract and free up some cap space that way. Coming back our way, we're getting Timothy Mozgov. He has two years remaining, so this upcoming season and the following season. Now, the money on his deal is less in terms of per year money, but we're 
getting that extra year. So he's making about $16 million next year and about $16.7 million in the season of 1920. We are also getting two second-round picks. One happens to be the 45th pick in Thursday's draft. So now we will have the 11th pick, now the 45th and 55th in the second round of Thursday's draft, which we can always use young talent. So first I want to talk about the players in the trade, which to me is the least important part of this trade. So I'm going to go briefly over this in terms of just swapping Mozgov for Dwight Howard. So this to me is probably when you're ranking the impact of this trade, this is probably the last place that you're going to look. You know, Dwight Howard, when we traded for him last year, we were looking for someone that would provide rim protection And I even thought, if you listen to me on episode 30, I even thought that he would help our perimeter defense because we were coming off a year in which the defense did not do a good job of defending the three-point line. And a lot of that is scheme, but a lot of that might have played a factor in the fact that we didn't have a rim protector on the back end. A lot of times, if you are guarding out on the perimeter and you get beat and you don't have that rim protector, those players around them are going to have to help off their man. But if you had Dwight Howard back there, theoretically, those players that are helping off would stick to their men because even if there was some dribble penetration off the perimeter, Dwight Howard would be back there and could potentially uh, you know, block shots, alter shots, and we wouldn't have to keep helping off so much from the three-point line. So those perimeter players can stick to their men on the perimeter. So that's what I thought would happen. Uh, We were coming off a year in which I think we were one of, or at least the bottom five in defending the three-point line. But uh, it didn't get much better this year, this past season, 17-18. Did not defend the three-point line all that well either. So that didn't help. When it comes to actually defending the paint and defending the rim, Dwight Howard actually... Um, I wouldn't say had a negative effect, but uh, the shooting percentage by opponents actually went up from 16-17 to 17-18. So 16-17, within five feet of the basket, uh, we were able to defend opponents and held them to 59% within five feet of the basket. That was in middle of the pack of the NBA. This past season, 17-18, within five feet of the basket, opponents shot 64% which was 27th in the NBA. So fourth from last or third from last, however you want to look at it, 27th in the NBA in defending the rim or within five feet. Now there's other factors that play into this, uh, whether or not you know Dwight Howard was always anchored down there underneath the rim or if he was pulled away from the basket, surely that, that plays a factor in that. Uh, and just the way that Dwight Howard played this season, you know, we are... <laughs> We're known at BuzzBeat to be a little bit of a pessimistic view on Dwight Howard, uh, but we just kind of want to tell it like it is. I think that he didn't fit our scheme, our style. He was a, a complete opposite type of player from Cody Zeller. Even though Cody Zeller is injury prone and he doesn't see the basketball court that often, um, when he was on the court, things just ran smoother on both ends. And Dwight Howard on the defensive end, um, and I, I noticed this real early in the season, the pick-and-roll defense was very, very difficult to deal with for Kimba uh, because he knew that Dwight Howard would just backpedal, 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 and drop all the way to the rim. Having said that, 
he had to fight over the top of the screens, especially if it was a shooter, because if he went under, the person would shoot a three right over the top. But when he's fighting over the screens, he's also having to go longer distances because nobody is slowing that ball handler down. And that seemed to be a common theme on the defensive end, pick and roll defense. Um, He didn't help in that. Now, I will say that if he probably tried to hedge hard, I don't know if he can really keep up with the guard. So strategy-wise, it might have been best for Dwight Howard to drop. That's fine. But he didn't help us on perimeter defense with threes, and he didn't necessarily help us uh, at the rim either. And that's the reason that we brought him in. And there was more negatives that came with Dwight Howard than positives. The one positive, I shouldn't say the one positive, the positive that we were alluding to on episode 30 was getting rid of Miles Plumley and his contract, which extended one more year than Dwight. So now when you look at it, now we're bringing on Mozgov, who is a very similar type of player as Dwight. He's going to defend the pick and roll the same way. He's going to drop and backpedal back to the rim. So that that's not going to change. Uh, And on the offensive end, very similar in terms of he just scores a lot of buckets around the basket. He only played 31 games last season uh, because of injury. Uh, But if if you watched him play, similar player. He's going to be around the rim. He's not going to extend. And on the defensive end, he's going to take the same type of strategy that Dwight does. So the player trade, the player swap, uh, is not really the issue here in this trade. They're, it's very similar players. I Personally, I'd rather have Dwight Howard. I think a lot of people would rather have Dwight Howard as a player. Now, some of the off-court stuff, and Brendan Hayward actually made a comment today on Sirius XM Radio saying that the locker room hated Dwight Howard or disliked Dwight Howard uh, just with his body language, the way he was always, woe is me, complaining a lot. That just doesn't sit well with a lot of teammates. So, off-the-court stuff, you're not going to have to deal with that with Mozgov. But they're both very similar players. So comparing the players stats-wise, play style-wise, there's not much different. Uh, Dwight Howard is the better player, uh, but that's not what you should be looking at when you're looking at this trade. What's good, y'all? This is your boy Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, We offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. So let's look at the implications for the salary cap this summer and next summer. I do want to give a shout out to Mike Lemar. On Twitter, he goes by at M-C-L-E-Y. I was talking to him earlier today. Uh, he's very good when it comes to details of the salary cap, estimated projections, and stuff like that. So, estimated salary cap for this season, this upcoming season, is again, these are all rough estimates $101 million. The team salary right now for the Hornets, this includes 12 players, this even includes the 11th draft pick that we'll be having, uh, you know, drafting if we, if we stay there. We have $113 million tied up. So we're $12 million over the cap. But again, this is not a hard cap in the NBA. So the tax line, we now got below. Because of this trade, uh, we saved about roughly eight or so million dollars this offseason. Uh, but again, it does extend one more season. We got Mozgov on for an extra year. So the tax line is $123 million. So we're about $10 million below the tax line. Okay, These are all rough estimates. We have 12 players. That includes the 11th pick, the rookie. 
Um, and then you're also going to have two players in the second round that could also help fill out the roster. We will have the full tax mid-level exception at $8.6 million, which after using that should still keep us under the tax line. And so the trade for this season does kind of free up some, I shouldn't say cap space because we're still over the cap, but it gets us under the tax line. And we've talked about this time and time again. The Hornets are not going to go over the tax line, especially for a team that's not competing consistently uh, in the top four of a conference. It doesn't make any sense for you to be in the tax if you're not competing. And right now, the Hornets are not competing at that level. And MJ, uh, we've said this before, he himself probably isn't going to go in because he's a little bit stingy in that area. The trade itself, when you first look at it, you're probably a little bit upset about the fact that you're extending one more year for Mozgov when you could have just waited a year to get Dwight off the books after the summer, or you know, in the summer of 2019. But what it does this year and this summer, it gets us under the tax line, which again, we've said from the get-go, the Hornets are not going to be in the tax. All right, so the next question comes in. Does this signal a change of direction for the Hornets? I think if you look at this trade in itself, you might think that the Nets won this trade. I don't think either team really won or lost this trade. I think it was just a signal uh, for a different direction for this Hornets team by trading Dwight Howard and taking on Mozgov's deal, which extends one more season. It has some implications for next summer. And next summer, you have... Kimba's contract running out and if you want to re-sign him and sign him to a five-year deal using his bird rights you're almost certainly having to go into the tax and again we just mentioned this back to the previous point Michael Jordan doesn't want to go in the tax the Charlotte Hornets don't want to go into the tax especially for a team that is inconsistent in competing for even a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference if you're hovering around the seventh to tenth seed on a yearly basis, does it make sense to go to tax? No, it doesn't. Okay, so again, just kind of in layman's term, how the tax work. If you go over the tax line, you're having to pay the league money, and that money is being spread out among the other teams that are below the tax. So why would Michael Jordan want to pay the league, you know, and spend this extra money on these players if the team itself is not competing? So. When I initially looked at this trade, I was a little bit confused, but after sitting sitting on it a little bit, thinking about it, it does make a little bit more sense, but it also might signal something for future plans for the Hornets and maybe even a trade on draft night. If we could pick up another pick in the lottery, that would be great. That would obviously mean that we would be trading Kimba and or others to get another draft pick if we're trying to go younger. And Timothy Mozgov is coming our way. He does have two years left on his contract, which is not great, but it just is going to get us under the tax. That's the biggest thing it is for this year. That's what we're trying to do, to get under the tax this year. Could we have tried to do something else to get underneath the tax? I'm I'm sure we could have, Um, but we resorted back to Mitch Kupchak's old guy, old friend, Mozgov, who he signed back in a four-year deal back in 2016. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what got him fired, but we brought him back, or he brought him back to the Charlotte Hornets, and now he's a member of the Hornets, and we are officially underneath the tax line, which I think was the goal of this trade. All right, guys, so thank you guys for joining us. 
we will have our live Periscope draft show tomorrow, draft night, June 21st. Again, like I said, we'll probably jump on around the fourth or fifth pick unless something drastic occurs between now and then. Again, that's on Periscope. Join Brian, Spencer, and myself. And thank you again for joining in uh, for episode 68 of BuzzBeat. All right, guys, have a good one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.